0: Welcome to the TLT Movement Podcast, a podcast for tomorrow's laters today. In this episode, we have a returning guest, Mr. Paul Martin-Helley, this time over at Zoom. And he is going to teach us about uh, the book that we received.
1: We about Anything challenging is going to be hard. And so what? Hard could be the new fun.
2: And suck. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Who's going to carry the boats? Endeavor to persevere.
3: If you want to be a good leader, you have to understand human nature.
2: I never look back, it distracts from the now generation. Hey, Thanks, someone. Great to be with you again, my friend great to be, be with you too and it's it's great to be with this community uh welcome for all of the mentors, the board members, members, uh those people who are are family members who who are supporting um it, it's great to be with you and when, when I had an opportunity to put this on my schedule i immediately told my team you know make the whole i don't care what we got to do move move whatever we can um because i so believe in, in Danny in what in what you guys are doing and your message and um, the impact that you're having, um, you know, in people's lives, it matters, right? It really matters. And so, uh, absolutely.
0: And the impact that you've had on us has been great. The thanking grow rich has been reveled Harry. And we appreciate that you gave us, you gave every student at our conference as a book as a gift. That was awesome.
2: Uh, right on. And, uh, what, what a privilege it was for me to be in the room, um, uh, to be with all of you, and then of course to see uh, just Victor Blanco in action, right? His ability to communicate and connect, and um, help people break through um, just invisible boundaries, you know, right? That are that hold us back. Uh, so the, the book we're talking about here is Thinking Grow Rich. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm, I'm going to read one thing from the book, and then I'm going to teach something completely different than what's in the book, but. This thinking comes from the book. So, uh, on the copy that I gave all of you, this would be on page 235. And it's in the chapter called uh, How to Outwit the Six Ghosts of Fear. And he says, without doubt, the most common weakness of all human beings is the habit of leaving their minds open to negative influence of other people. This weakness, is all the more damaging because most people do not recognize that they are cursed by it. And many who acknowledge it neglect or refuse to correct the evil until it becomes an uncontrollable part of their daily habits. So let's, let's just, let's just drop in for a second. This book was written after 20 years of study and spending 20 years studying 25,000 people, Edison, Ford, Rockefeller, Alexander Graham Bell, um, four sitting U.S. presidents, Schwab, Woolworth, Carnegie. And the culmination of that 20-year study, he writes this book, he thir- uh, writes this book, we Rich, 13 chapters. Each chapter is a principal success and achievement. And he's saying here, without a doubt, the most common weakness of all human beings is the habit of leaving their minds open to negative influence of other people. And so what happens when we do that? And he says that, that he says that we, we can operate out of ignorance. We, we may not even know that this is happening to us. Isn't that true? I want to share something that I think really builds upon what Victor taught in the room and what you guys have been talking and studying about um, since then with thinking we're rich. And so what we're talking about here is if, if you think about it is, is awareness, right? That, you know, what we're all trying to do you know carved into the um uh the arc at, at Delphi is know thyself right we 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 want to we want to develop self awareness and so awareness if we think about it is the first step in transformation you can't fix that which you don't know is broken you you can't fix that which you don't know is broken if, 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 you, if, if you lack awareness of something, it truly is a blind spot. And see, I think the problem for a lot of people is, is that we, we can gather information and just gathering information alone doesn't change anything. If you think about it, how many people know how to do things, but don't do what they know? I mean, I used to smoke cigarettes. I smoked cigarettes for, for years. I smoked two packs a day and I knew it was unhealthy. I'm on every single packet told me it was going to kill me, cause cancer. And I wanted to quit and I wanted to quit. And yet I still couldn't quit. There were times in my life where I wanted to lose weight and I knew, you know, diet exercise. I knew, I knew how, and yet i lack the awareness to export what i know you see i think this is this is the big trick that happens to people as we as we reach for success and achievement is is we have big dreams and the bigger the dream Chances are, we don't know how we're going to be able to do that. Somebody who, let's say, is earning $25,000 a year wants to make $50,000 a year. They'll reject the $50,000 a year because they don't know how to do it. A a high school student trying to get into college may forego going to college because they don't know how they would get financing to go to college. They, They lack the awareness of knowing how to do it, so they surrender their dream. And I'm going to suggest that knowing how has never accomplished anything you can have in other words you can have all the knowledge you can have all the know-how and still do nothing if you lack the awareness it's not it's not the information that will change your name uh, change ch- change your life it's 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 truly it's truly your ability to apply what you know and so what we're talking about again here is is we're talking about awareness and on any given day we are going to experience seven different levels of awareness and i think this is interesting because this this teaching is not a teaching of judgment right this is not about you judging you where you are in terms of you know i'm oh i'm i'm failing because i'm at a lower level of awareness this lesson truly is about awareness it's about making you aware where you may not be living up to your full potential. Now, on any given day, we start our our, our day in the morning, we wake up, everything's fine. So we we could say that we're level of mastery. The lowest level of awareness is animal. So you go from the level seven, which is mastery, all the way down to level one, which is animal. And sometimes you can do that even before you get out of bed. You know? So it's not about where you kind of go down and visit lower levels of awareness. That's part of the human experience. It's about where do you rent space? Where are you? Where are you spending your time and your thinking? Yeah, where are you spending your time and where are you spending your thinking? And yeah. I. Think I think as you go through these seven levels of awareness, as I guide you through these seven levels of awareness, I'm going to ask you to think of five areas of your life. I'm going to ask you to think of your spiritual awareness. This is your awareness of your oneness with God. I'm going to ask you to think of your primary love relationships, mom, dad, brother, sister, friends, people that that are really special to you in your life. I'm going to ask that you think of um, the health of your body temple. Your awareness, as it relates to, you know, how are you maintaining your body tempo? I'm going to ask you to think about your your growth, your perf- personal and professional development, and then lastly, the flow of freedom in your life. This would be of time and money. What level of awareness? And as I guide you through each level of awareness, I want you to think of these five and say, "Hmm, if I if if I look at this area of my life, if I look at the area of relationships, if I look at the area of health." where am i where am i kind of renting space where 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 are my thoughts and my beliefs and my actions hanging out and if if you're not happy where you are then now you know where you need to change so where you are right now is actually the very best place for you to grow in you're exactly where you're supposed to be okay now I'll say this several times because I think this is important. Awareness and education are not connected. Again, you can be highly educated. I spent a number of years in the Guardian Angels out of New York City. It's an all-volunteer civilian safety patrol. We would patrol public housing projects and subway systems and high crime areas uh, in, in some of the worst inner city areas in the United States and now throughout the world. And, and, and that work would have me late at night on the streets and we would be engaging in homeless people and you would see these people and they were absolutely filthy, absolutely filthy. Sometimes you couldn't even get close to them just from the smell of urine and, and, and the fact that they hadn't bathed in weeks. You would see some of them just sleeping in parks or under bridges on cardboard. And most of them late at night doing what we would call dumpster diving, going into uh, dumpsters behind restaurants to to, to forge for food and, and and tear open garbage bags and eat the discarded food from the restaurant, some of it rotten. And again, remember this is this is us this is a lesson on awareness, not a lesson on judgment. If you if you looked at these people in judgment, you would think oh, they've got to be stupid Are they're going to be dumb i mean who would ever do this and yet if you look at their lives many of these people had high degrees of education associate's degree master's degree phds these were these were educated unaware people and and what had happened to them is something happened in their life it could have been a divorce it could have been it could have been past trauma it could have been that they lost a job it could have been bankruptcy it could have been any number of things and and they lacked the level of awareness to navigate life and they in most cases they ended up turning to drugs and alcohol and then could you imagine could you imagine could you imagine what you would have to do to be so completely ostracized from your family to the degree that nobody who knows you right now would even care to think to look for you while you were on the street? That's how That's how far... Some of these people have fallen, and it has nothing to do with education. So please understand, we're we're not talking about education. We're we're talking about awareness. And see, whenever we lose control or what I call dominion, we we have one of our birthrights is dominion over all things. It means dominion over all the levels of awareness. Whenever 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 we lose control over a dominion or frequency, we we fall to the. to to the lower levels of awareness and and if somebody doesn't step in and intervene with us if somebody doesn't challenge us stretch us grow us care enough about us to be honest with us invest in us we never grow i mean think about it if you if you were inside of a box and the directions to get out of the box were taped to the top outside of the box, how, how would you ever know to get out? You don't know. You lack the awareness. And so whenever we, we, whenever we fall to these lower levels of awareness, it becomes a darker, darker place. And the lower level of awareness we are in, sadly, the harder we are to love. Typically. People who are at a low level of awareness don't present themselves well. When people are angry, when they're full of resentment, when they're fear-based, when they're operating from scarcity, that's not when we operate as human beings at our very best. And those are the exact emotions we see expressed at the lower level of awareness. And for most people, Without a doubt, this common weakness is that comes as a habit of them leaving their minds open to the negative influence of other people. Remember that that, that our awareness in in almost every instance comes from applied. Observational thinking, what we see other people do. It's the reason why crime is so high and poverty is so high in the inner cities, particularly in government housing. because anybody who's been able to navigate their life to the degree that they could leave that situation leaves. And so all the role models, we don't see if you go to Cabrini Green or Robert Taylor Holmes in Chicago, if if you go to any one of the big public housing projects in, 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 in the United States or great areas of poverty, we don't see men and women getting up and going to work every single morning. We don't see people pridefully taking care of their front yard. There's Those role models, people who've been able to navigate to a higher level of awareness, move. And so this is why we have to be really careful about who we allow to rent space in our head, who we allow to speak into our life. So let's take a look at these seven levels of awareness. There's animal level of awareness, which is the very lowest level of awareness. There's mass, aspiration, individual, discipline, experience, and mastery. And so each one of these has a has has, has their own problem, if you will. So if, if we look at, 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 at an animal level of awareness, when we operate from this low level of awareness, um, we kind of wait and react on outside conditions and circumstances. That's one of the problems with with animal level of awareness is is, is we surrender taking initiative. We wait for other people to do things. We're living our lives from the outside in. We we will often blame other people. You'll hear people at this level of awareness, at, at the animal level awareness, you'll hear people say, see what you made me do, or you really upset me. In other words, you know, whatever's going on, on the outside affects me. I've always said it, if if you know, if other people can make you mad, sad. Are glad you've been had, right? If other people can cause you to feel a certain way, remember the the power of feeling, the power of emotion is 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 oftentimes that drives our behavior. And so, if we wake up every single day and kind of look in the mirror and say, you know, who's the matter with me today? Like, like the rest of the world has to go to the psychiatrist in order for me to get better. That's a problem. That's a problem. And so at this level of animal level of awareness, we have to, you know, we have to recognize that we are surrendering conscious control to other people. We're letting other people dictate how we feel and how we're going to behave and how we're going to react. Okay. I I, I know I, I, I lost screen sharing, which is fine for me. Um, so we'll we'll just go on if that's if that's okay. Uh, le- level two is mass level of awareness, right? So mass level awareness, this is where we start to follow the crowd. Where, you know, it's it's not just our own negative thinking. Now, now we now we follow and do what everybody else does. It's kind of monkey see, monkey do. And and the problem is, is is, is that if we're going to if 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 we're going to um, follow other people, if we're going to live our lives dictated by what other people are doing, we better make sure that they're getting phenomenal results in their life or, or we end up getting what they're getting. And, and unfortunately, unfortunately, in most times, the masses have been wrong. Just as we as, 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 as we look today, just over this last weekend, one of the largest crypto exchanges, $38 billion, gone, FTX. And you know, there's some people who lost every single penny they had their life savings completely wiped out. And and you and you have to say, hold it, what what did you do? You mean you put all of your money on one exchange? I mean, in fifth grade math, they teach us about diversification. Now, these are these were educated people, my friends. These weren't uh you know, you know, brand new investors, some of these people were seasons, they they lost millions tens, even hundreds of millions of dollars, where they took all of their now why would you do that? Well you know why? Bah, like sheep because everybody was doing it. Everybody. We we saw the same thing happen with the 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 employees of Enron. When you know they they, they thought up oh, you know the companies you know the company's going to the sky it could never end. And we saw highly intelligent educated people do what? Follow the crowd. I always say, you know, the problem with following the masses is sometimes the M is silent. You know what I mean? Sometimes the M is silent. And you you, you just got to be careful. I mean, if you're going to let what others... I mean, we do this all the time. Some people live their life spiritually like this. Some people live their life spiritually like this. I, I, hate for years, I did. Here, you know, there was a time in my life where I really wanted to have a relationship, a close relationship with God. And I was going to church every Christmas and every Easter <laughs> because, because that, that's what everybody in my neighborhood did. Just so you know, uh, the, the St. Bernard's Church was open every Sunday. Um, but, you know, I, I didn't go. I was just following the crowd. You have to ask yourself, where 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 are you where are you allowing other people to control your thinking? Where are you reacting? Where are you allowing, you know, the, the, the big word of the day, right, in, in this generation seems to be to be triggered. And all of a sudden we need safe spaces for for college students because someone will trigger them with a contrarian thought. And that, that triggers them, that makes them mad. Think about that. Talk about giving up all of your personal power to someone else. If somebody can make you mad, sad, or glad you've been had, imagine just imagine kind of waking up every single day and basing, you know, how you're going to interact with the people you love based on how everybody else interacts with the way they love people. We don't want to do that. See, when when we begin to elevate to the next level of awareness, that next level of awareness is aspiration. This is where we aspire to be, do, and have more. So so this is where we now all of a sudden we recognize that, that that we don't want what everybody else has. We now we now we now become aware of a desire within us. But this is one of the most dangerous parts and levels of awareness. And I'll tell you why. It's because we are still part of the same group our thinking started to elevate we're starting to desire more than what everybody else is doing we're starting to to get away from being controlled by outside conditions and circumstances and so we have this we have this desire to be and do and have more but we're living our life by opinion poll. so we have a desire to go to college and we ask you know all of our friends who aren't going to college what they think we should do We have this desire to start a business and, you know, we're talking to the person who's got a dead end job with us, you know, whether we should take the risk, you know, what do you think I should do? We, we, we have a desire to go to the gym and we think, well, you know, I think one of these days I might get to the gym. I think one of these days I might start reading the Bible. I think one of these days I might go to Bible school. I think one of these days I might spend time with my family. The, 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 the language of animal level of awareness is see what you made me do. The, animal, the, the, the language of, of mass level of awareness is like a sheep fall of the crowd. The, the, the language of aspiration is one of these days I'm gonna. This is where we make great declarations of change and yet we do nothing about it. And here's the danger is that our family and friends support us in doing nothing. See, I would never in a million years tell Victor Blanco that I was going to make a change. Because as nice as Victor is, and as cuddly and loving and kind as Victor is, if he saw me a month later and I hadn't stepped into making a change, he's going to call me out on it. Because you say I love you, brother, but you said you were going back to the gym. Doesn't look like you've done anything yet. <laughs> That's a friend. That's the kind of friend you want to have. You don't want a friend that says, "Oh, don't worry about it. You got plenty of time." No, 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 no. You want someone who hears your the desire of your heart. You want somebody who who hears your dream, who hears this longing to be, do, or have more, or, their, or this discontent for, for, for where you are. And after you say, I want to start this business, I want to go back to school, I want to better myself, they hold you to it. They don't just say, I oh, don't worry about it. See, that's the problem of aspiration. It's where dreams go to die. It's where you just talk a good game. And they talk about it and they talk about it and they talk about it and they talk about it. And, and I'm, and I'm going to share this with all of you as, as leaders. You're going to find yourself really frustrated because, because you're a part of this program, because you are a leader. You're going to have people coming to you with life problems. And as they come to you with life problems, relationship problems, spiritual problems, health problems, hab- habitual problems, and, and, and they're going to come to you and, and, and they're going to have this desire to, to really want to change. And what you're going to do is you're going to do what, what a guy like Victor would do, or a guy like me would do. You're going to, you're going to take out the, you know, the, the magic wand, the pen, and you're going to write down the 10 things that they should do. And you're going to you know, give it to them and, you know, send them on their way and encourage them and, you know, and then you're going to see them a week later or a month later, and they are going to have done nothing. And you're going to say, Hey, how's it, you know, how's it going? How's, you know, how's the plan we talked about? And well, you know, I'm going to get around to it. I got busy happens all the time. And so this is, this is the third level of awareness and boy, um, you can be fooled. I can I can tell you that anybody who's 40 years old on this call right now or listening to this podcast knows people who live here at this level of awareness. They talk a game. They talk about you know, the, the business they're going to build one day, the level of health that they're going to get back to one day, the spiritual walk that they're going to take one day, And yet they never make the change. And the sad part about it is everybody around them supports them in doing nothing. You need to have people who are willing. And that's why the mentors in this program and the leadership in this program love you enough to risk getting underneath your skin a little bit and saying, hey, I want to talk to you for a minute. You said you were going to knuckle down here. You said you said in this area of your life you were going to make a change. You said that you said that you were going to be doing these things. There's there's no evidence in your life, my friend. Are you doing it? What 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 can I do to support you? How how can I help you? How can I help you? How how do I support you in doing this? See. The next level of awareness is really exciting. The next level of awareness is the individual level of expression, right? Individual level of expression in in awareness. And so this is where we come from making these great declarations of change you know i want to change i want to get back to the gym i want to start the business i want to get better grades i want to improve my relationship with my mom or my dad i want to be a nicer person i want to do better in life whatever it is and now we actually step out and we start to do it now all of a sudden like we say we're going to go to the gym and on monday morning we don't look out the window to see whether it's raining. <laughs> we don't check the weather first. Oh, well, it's raining. Maybe, it will, maybe well, we'll start tomorrow. We get up and we do it. We don't care what other people are doing. We don't care if 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 Jim and Tony were supposed to meet us at the gym. If they're not at the gym, we're at the gym. We don't care what other people are doing in regards to their spiritual walk, whether they're walking or not walking. We're walking. We've made a decision to walk. We're going to walk. We made a decision to be committed to our family. We made a decision to be more vulnerable or transparent or more open. And now we begin to actually do the thing that we claimed we were going to do, but here's the problem. This, if you really think about it, is the first time you fail. Because in in, in all, all the other levels of awareness, you, you haven't even made an attempt, so how could you have failed? And see, the problem is, is when you step outside of your zone of knowing, your comfort zone, whenever you step outside to do anything new, you fail. You fail. Whenever you do anything new, you fail. Hey, look, if 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 you were to make a big pot of success stew. The first ingredient is a double dose of failure, right? Failure is success's constant companion. It's a required state of being for achievement. You look at anybody who does anything really well, and I'll show you a person who has a black belt in failure in that area. They now also have a black belt in results. But they failed their way to success and achievement. That's the way it's done. And the problem at this level of awareness is all the people who seemingly supported you at aspiration, all those people said, oh, yeah, yeah, you should look into starting a business. Oh, yeah, you should think about doing that. Yeah, you should think you should get around to doing that one day. Now, all of a sudden you do it. And they're all the, hey, I told you so. What? You started the business? I didn't know. I didn't mean, I didn't think you were really going to do it. And see, there's, there's not, this there's not the same support crowd. We're, we're truly an individual, we the individual expression. This is a you and you deal. You're the one that has to do the work. You're the one that has to pay the price. You're the one that has to make the sacrifice. You're the one that has to take the lose. Suffer the loss. Nobody else. And it's lonely here. It's lonely. It's hard. The air gets thin up here. I'm telling you, it's crowded in the bottom three levels of awareness. It's real crowded. It's crowded at the bottom. But here you are at this individual level of expression, and now... You have a choice to make. Maslow said you either step forward into growth or you go backwards into safety. And see what happens here is in most people, if you're not connected to a community like you have here, if you're not connected to a family of people, if if, if, if your faith isn't being fortified, if your belief isn't being fortified, if you don't have partners in belief like you do in this program and through this podcast, what likely will happen to you is the price will be too much. And what you'll do is you'll go all the way back down to level of awareness of animal and you'll blame somebody. You'll blame the government, you'll blame your boss, you'll blame the economy, you'll blame... you'll blame God. You'll blame, you'll blame me. You'll, you'll blame somebody. It'll be some never your fault. Somebody else's fault. Well, I gave it a shot, but you know what? The stupid professor, the stupid teacher, the stupid cop or the stupid government, the stupid customer, the stupid employees, the stupid, everybody else in the world is stupid. And we go all the way back down to animal level of awareness. But if we stick with it, that's why the chapter on, that's why, hey, there's an entire chapter dedicated to persistence, isn't there? What does he say about persistence? He says, persistence is to the character of man what carbon is to steel. That's what makes it hard. There's a beautiful, fabulous reward for those of you who are willing to do the thing and fail and get back up do it again and fail and get back up and learn and and you know reevaluate for sure regroup reassess do some growth give it another go probably Fail again. The reward is you go to the next level of awareness where the magic happens. Discipline. The level of discipline. The level of discipline. Discipline is the ability to give yourself a command. And then follow through with it. It's it, d- discipline is is the ability to triumph over condition and circumstance. Some of you may be too young. Some of you are old enough to remember. the the Olympic games, probably 12 years ago where the women, US women's gymnastic team was going for the gold and was down to Carrie Strug who had just before really strained her ankle and she had her last vault that she had to do. And she did it and she stuck the landing and won the gold for the American team she she overrode conditions and circumstances. She dug deep into discipline. Discipline's hard. It gets even lonelier at this level of awareness of discipline. The struggles are really real. But see what you're doing, is you're gaining calm confidence. There would have been a time where if I was doing a Zoom call like this, probably before Zoom, you know, 15 or 20 years ago, where if the PowerPoint thing went off or people were talking in the background, I'd have been a mess. I'd had to start all the way from the beginning, hello, my name is. Fire alarms could go off in here and it wouldn't bother me right now. Not nothing nothing could stop me. Why? Well, I've done this, I don't know, a hundred thousand times. I've spoken to audiences large and small. I've been in arenas, I've traveled all over the world. I've faced every challenge you could face. I faced every type of audience. I've been heckled. I've been booed. I've had people fall asleep in front of me. I mean, I mean, I've had it all. It doesn't matter now. See, the reward of discipline is the sixth level of awareness, which is experience. I don't know about you, but if I want something done, I'm not looking for the most educated person. I'm looking for the most experienced person. See, you could you could give me a book and I could read that book on you know, how to wire the outlet next to me. And I don't know, in an hour or two, give me a test, I could probably pass the test on how to wire that outlet. But on the first time it needed wired, I don't think any of you would want to hold my hand while I did it. You know what I mean? You have no experience, I don't want somebody with education. I want somebody. I want somebody with with ripened, experienced. See what comes with experienced is this thing called calm confidence. Calm confidence. You, you can't be shaken. They can't make you mad. She can't upset you. They can't make you do anything. You're operating at this high level of awareness. We call that mastery, the seventh level of awareness and the seventh level of awareness. This is where we respond rather than react. What's the difference? Animals react. Responding requires thought. In other words, we stop, we look, we evaluate, we think independently, we access stored real experience, not just knowledge, real experience. We think of all the prices that we pay, all that could go wrong. We weigh the confidences. We assess who's with us and who isn't with us. And then we make the very best decision to move forward in our life, regardless of outside conditions and circumstances. And so the entire study that you're doing in this book, Think and Grow Rich, what you're doing is you're is you're gathering the information you're understanding you're 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 learning a thinking model a model of thought which has stood the test of time that has stood you know world wars literally and stood you know, depressions and financial collapse good times bad times has been you know studied and applied all over the world and not only do you have the knowledge, but if, if, you, if, if you'll start to apply the principles and do the work that's in the book, what happens is over time, just subtle little changes in your awareness happens. And then everything in your life changes. Everything in your life changes but it's a lifelong process of committed, of being committed to growth. There are days and times in my life where I wake up, I'm at mastery. And before I get my coffee, I'm an animal level of awareness. I'm blaming other people. I don't like this person. I don't like what they did here. And I have to catch myself. So it's not a matter of, do I dip to the levels to lower levels of awareness? That's part of the human experience. You can be driving down the road and somebody cuts you off in traffic, you know, makes you mad and gets you angry. But, you know, for most people, you can let that go. But, you know, there's some people who carry that all day long. They're angry about it all day long. They, they take it personally all day long. And this is what you're developing as a leader. This is what you're developing through this podcast. This is what you're developing through this program. This is what you're developing as you mentor. What you're doing is you're stretching your thinking to the next level of awareness. That's why it's so critically important that you stay connected to this organization. You stay connected to the podcast. You stay connected to the teaching. And you don't grow alone you support the people who are in the program that's the beautiful thing about a community so danny thank you so much i know i know i don't want to take up uh, our time and i'm i'm happy to stay for you know a couple minutes if you got some questions or somebody on the zoom does
0: wow thank you paul that was that was awesome that was powerful um we'd like to open up the floor if anybody wants to ask paul any question at all uh speak up now that was
2: that was awesome thank you. thank you paul you're welcome it's a lot to take in sometimes so i understand sometimes people are still trying to frame a question so that's fine
1: yeah while people are um getting their thoughts together i loved what you were teaching paul and, and i love um it reminded me of the knowing doing gap you know, it's a big difference between knowing something and actually doing it. And when we had our wellness center, we would see people take our teaching on health and nutrition and change our lives. And then we would see others who did nothing with it. And, you know, you it would just be frustrating because you'd say, why can't they all just like take it and run with it? And, you know, we're giving them all the tools. And, and that's really where we started seeing that it's body, soul, and spirit. And you cannot separate the three, you know? And we started looking at that soul piece of, you know, why is it that some people, um, like there's a book title. Do you know who Brian Clemmer is, mm-hmm. Paul? You yeah. know his book title? Yeah. The, the, the book title, if, if How-Tos Were Enough, We Would All Be Skinny, Rich, and Happy?
4: Skinny, rich, and happy.
1: I love that because why are, why did people not take our teachings and become skinny or healthy? They would take it and put it on a shelf and have a healthy shelf. And thinking because the book's on the bookshelf, so all those people out there who Paul gave the book to and you haven't been reading it, I highly encourage you to start doing so. So anybody got questions?
2: Yeah. You know, it, it's interesting because I used to ask that same question. You know, why can't people, why can't people just do this? Why can't people just take this and do it? And what I realized is, is that I was asking the wrong question. It's not why can't they, because they can. It's yes. why won't they. Mm. And I think until somebody is willing um, to participate in their own growth, um, we can't grow for other people. And I think for all of you emerging leaders, I think that's something really important for you to understand because you're going to really get frustrated because sometimes you will want growth for people more than they want it for themselves. I know Victor has seen that. Yeah. With, thousands oh, yeah. of times with people where you you want it you want it more for people than they want it for themselves and you can see it in people that they can't see it inside themselves that's what potentials is right so we can we can see potential in other people uh but but we can't see it in ourselves so
0: so but paul I, we've got a question from hartha in the chat and she asks, is it Normal to change from animal awareness to higher level awareness in a
2: matter of minutes. Seconds. Great question. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you drive in Florida traffic, uh, but you know, but you know, if you think about it, sometimes you're driving down the road, and again, somebody I use the example: somebody cuts you off in traffic, and you get mad, right? What you see? What they did to me. Now, lots of assumptions going on. First off, we're assuming that they did it to us. We're assuming that they even knew it was us. We assume that they did it intentionally, right? Right. I, this is why one of the models I operate from is declare noble intent. I don't know if their kid or their dog is, you know, they, 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 earlier this week, my dog got stung by a bee nine o'clock in the morning. I was driving like a maniac to get to the animal hospital. She swelled up like a balloon, I almost died. I, I, I'm sure I cut people off and I'm sure people got mad at me and thought, you know, look at what this guy did to me. I could care. It had nothing to do about them. It was about my dog dying in the back seat and I was going right. And so what happens is in these moments, when we drop to lower levels of awareness, if we catch ourselves, mm-hmm. which is, which requires awareness, let's, which requires awareness, which 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 requires us to be willing to grow and say, hold on, hold on. I recognize that I'm in a negative vibration. I recognize, you know, what is what if if I were to take this emotion and this thinking and fast forward manifest it in every area of my life, what would grow in it? Garbage? Something beautiful. You know what I mean? <laughs> Barbara Love is so it. Beautiful. And so, when I can catch myself and I realize, hold it, why am I, if, if, if I'm working on a project that I'm in struggle, what, hold it, something's not right. I'm out of alignment. I know I'm out of alignment in one of these areas of thinking, in one of these areas of awareness. And if I can step back enough, it's centered, and look at it objectively, I'll find it and realize, ah, here's where I need to change. Mm
1: -hmm. Paul, for the people that came late, can you put that chart up again so they can get the visual um, of the
2: different levels? Yeah. Let me go back. Hold on. Go to share screen. That was a
1: great visual.
2: (laughs) Boom. Give me a second. Hold on. I have to move this over to the thing. There we go. Boom. There you go. Can you see that? Yeah. Yes. That's so great. Level of awareness. Again, this is where we react to outside conditions and circumstances. Mass level of awareness where we follow the crowd. Aspiration where we make great declarations of change. Individual level of awareness where we step out and actually do the thing, but are met with failure. The reward for staying in the game is Discipline the ability to give yourself a command and follow through with it, triumphing over outside conditions and circumstances, gaining the necessary experience to operate from mastery.
0: That is awesome. All right, we had Riley ask a question. Instead of rating it from the chat, I'm gonna encourage her to actually unmute her mic and ask herself.
4: Yeah, great. Hello. Hey. Hi. Okay. So, when did you personally notice that your heightened level of awareness was your new normal?
2: Yeah. Thanks, Riley. Thanks for being on the call. Um. A pleasure to be here. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know that it's. I. I want to. I want to. I want to be careful about the use of the word normal because I think all of these are normal.
4: Riley you yourself.
2: You know what I mean, Riley? I think. Um. I think it's normal for us to get angry and, and, and feel these, feel this way. It's, it's not healthy, but I think, I think, so let me just say that every one of these levels of awareness is normal. No matter where you are in this chart, you're normal. And no matter where you find yourself today in this very moment, you might be operating down at the lower level of awareness as I was, when I was, when I learned this, I was, I was living at, you know, the bottom three levels of awareness and I was stuck there um that was that was normal and it was okay and it was necessary it was a necessary part of my growth right the content of our life becomes the curriculum of our evolution it's what pulls us forward so um i think for me what happened riley was it was it was a um it was a process and journey of probably 5 to 7 years of of really being committed, of having the daily practice, of 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 wanting to be a better human being, oh, I see. And, and saying, you know what, I'm going to take responsibility for it. I'm not going to I'm not going to require the world to change. Does that help, Riley?
4: That does help. Um, I had two other part or three other parts to the question as well. Sure. Um, did the others did those around you notice the change that you went through? And you said it took five to six years. So through that time, um, how did those around you take that in their in their lot in their own lives? Did they?
2: What a great question. You know what happened was I realized that so many of the people in my life rally didn't make the journey with me, and it oh. wasn't that, it wasn't that I it wasn't that I argued with them or we had a falling out. It's just that they were no longer in harmony with who I was becoming you know i was you know i you know you, when you stop smoking you're no longer going out you know to the smoking area you know what i mean yeah. so yeah. i'm no longer i'm no longer spending five 15 minutes of my day with you anymore so now i'm not talking about what you talk about while we smoke a cigarette wow. you know what I mean? yeah. and so, so, all of a sudden you know every everybody in my by the time i by the time i when i started you know I, I always say we started a place called here. We want to get to a place called there. And when we get there, the people who were here don't come with us. But does this Riley, happen? To- oh, just... but, 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 Riley, you know what else? Some of the habits I had when I was living here didn't come either. Some of the jokes that I used to think were funny weren't so funny to me anymore. Some of mm. the. Some of the TV shows that I used to watch, I didn't watch anymore.
4: Yeah, I, I see. Do you think that's um, we would say pruning, right? That's like
2: yeah, great. automatic pruning. Right on. Yeah, great way to put it. Exactly. Oh, that's
4: awesome. I did <laughs> I? I do have another one. <laughs> sure. Did God, thank you, by the way, these are great answers. Um, Did God change your circumstances before or after your level of awareness started heightening?
2: That's so good. I think God changed my heart um, first. And I think he changed, I think the conditions and circumstances changed As my need for them, for me to get to my next level of growth, changed. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like it wasn't. God didn't reward me for for my changing. He didn't say, "Okay, so okay now now you know now you're doing better, so now now you're not going to be in struggle anymore." What God did was um, he resourced me in many ways, Riley some areas of my life my life got a lot more difficult and a lot more messy because i was i for what i wanted to be and what i wanted to do and what i wanted to have um i was gonna have to be really qualified i was gonna have to take a pretty hard walk and so um that required some testing
4: Dude. I I have a question it's great
2: thank you yeah
3: hello thank you by the way for coming on here and taking some time to to, uh speak with us and further advance the movement when we all experienced the lesson this summer um so my question would be this if failure is an ingredient to success then what do you or we do when fear comes on our path
2: yeah I think I think um Failure is absolutely a necessary ingredient of achievement. I've never met anybody who's achieved any level of success and, and hasn't failed, pretty considerably. Um, fear is um, is also a necessary part of our journey. It's a necessary emotion. Can be a fantastic motivator. Uh, fear. Um, I've always said that fear is never an indication of our inability to do something. It's an indication of our lack of awareness of our potential to do it. It's like, if you think of what risk is, risk is a myth. There's no such thing as risk. The only way you can perceive something as risky is that you have to perceive yourself unqualified or unresourced in order to take care of it. But the moment you become aware of the resources within you to do it it's no longer risky simple example you take i've got a 5 year old and um, you know he was on training wheels and now we're going to take the training wheels off of his bike he thought it was really risky why cuz he, he didn't understand balance he didn't believe in the resources within him he didn't have the resources to ride on two wheels he felt unresourced therefore he perceived risk about 3 hours later I pull his mom outside and he's driving down this, you know, he's, he's riding his bike down, you know, and taking one hand off the handle wheel handlebars three hours ago was the most risky thing in the world for him. Now he's doing it one handed. What changed? It's the same bike. It's the same kid, same neighborhood. He could still fall. The only difference is, is what changed in him. It is it's his perception of his resources. And so I think when we, when fear comes in, it's a great indication for us to take inventory of our life.
3: That's good. Thank you.
2: Welcome.
3: I mean, hey, if we, if we want to keep the conversation going, so it's like, you know, practically speaking, I think well, what you said within the first 20 minutes of us getting rolling was knowing what to do but not either either having no action to follow or in a sense it's like being stuck with kind of having the big dream but not laying down the path step by step day by day in a sense. So it's like okay I have these aspirations right these things that I want to do and accomplish and I can see or envision the end goal and that moment but the path to get there is in a sense in our hands and especially in Yahweh's hands and God's hands. But it's like okay now work these things out on a day to day by Having the awareness to, you know, make sure the proper time management, uh, eating habits, um, work hours, whatever it is to get to that place. And then eventually by doing so in discipline, um, Stephen Lawrence is on here. He's been kind of an accountability partner for me with exercise. I mean, what you said about the gym was spot on, too. So it's like, okay, like you just have to do it and eventually you'll get there. And yes, failure is an ingredient because in doing so, you're going to find what works and what doesn't work. And you won't ever know if you don't try
2: hundred percent yeah that's it hundred percent
3: yeah so it's It's, uh it's definitely it helps me out with where I'm at now and I appreciate that
2: you're welcome that's a daily commitment to growth